Okay, how's everybody doing out there? I am very excited, very excited to have Mr. Dr. Jose Cortez here with me. As I mentioned in Instagram as well as Facebook, this is my first guest. And yeah, I'm, I'm just through the roof excited because I'm having amazing re results from some injuries I've had over the years from training, fighting, martial arts, blah, blah, blah. Um, so let's introduce this Gonstead Technique Chiropractor here in New York City on East 43rd Street, Dr. Jose Cortez. Good afternoon, brother. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, so one of the things I wanted to um, ask you about is because when people normally hear of chiropractors, they think of cracking bones and neck, kind of scary things. I mean, I've been going to chiropractors for 30, over 30 something years now, and you know, I've gotten a lot of relief. But with you, it's been on a whole nother level. Um, but what I didn't know way back in the day when I first started was how much impact uh, chiropractic care, especially the type of te technique you do, how it impacts health in a in a real deeper perspective, in a in a, a more full full spectrum perspective, because normally people think of uh, uh, chiropractors as people that help with maybe neck pain or maybe uh, they have a sciatica, you know. Okay. But from what I've uh, learned over the couple of years, but I've had you explain it one time, but I want you to explain it to the listening audience. How does chiropractic care work in perspective of overall health, not just neck pain and back pain? Okay, so if, if I'm gonna do that, if we wanna get into that, let me first explain some of the premises. So, a history on myself. So, I was a nationally ranked competitive bodybuilder, power lifter. I played football since Oh, by the, way, by the way, guys, I'm at uh, Dr. Cortez's office because I had to come here. New York here and, City is building and, and this New York City building the background, so stay tuned. I mean, stay connected to what he's saying. Don't get distracted by the background. So my, my history goes up to as a former athlete, martial artist. I've done lifter, all these things. Um, when I finally hurt myself, and I had been to chiropractors for years prior, I, when I did hurt myself, I, I, I had a feeling that I could be helped. I just didn't know where to go. And I had met, I met my, my, the person who then became my mentor who helped me out. And he was a Gonstead doctor. Um, he, was, he had been practicing for many years by the time I met him. And he got me into the whole idea of Gonstead. So when I went to school. Well, let, me, let me cut you up one second. Sure. Because, yeah, there's been chiropractors that I've gone to that are like a little bit of relief and it just pain comes back or stiffness comes back it's just like it easily could be considered like quackery to some degree um you know until you really find out more about someone like yourself you're not you're not really convinced uh, you know so tell the audience a little bit about the distinction you know so the, God, the, Clarence yeah, the, the average the average chiropractor well, we say that 80% of the people can do fine with just basic chiropractic care. There's going to be that 20% or 20% of the cases that are going to be very much more difficult. And then you have the more specialized chiropractors that'll help with that. So 
the, 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 what makes Gonstead different is a meticulous analysis. So when a person comes in to see a Gonstead doctor, uh, women are in robes, men have their shirts off. They, they're going through an instrumentation. The instrument reads temperature differentials from right and left sides of the spine to tell us where there's a possibility within a two or three joint area of nerve irritation. Right, because you use an instrument, and that's the first time I experience any chiropractor use what they call, what is it's, the name? It's called of a nervoscope. A nervoscope. So basically it's telling us, it's it's two thermocouples in line with a magnet for the older ones like I use, or in line with a battery for the newer ones, that's gonna tell us temperature differentials from the right and left side of the spine. The, the It comes from the idea that when there's an injury, just like an ankle or a wrist, the joint will swell, it becomes inflamed. Well. Lo and behold, it has an effect on the, the, the nerves, that, that, that nerve that feeds the musculature, that's why you get muscle spasms, but it also feeds the capillary beds to not get so specific. Right, right. The, the, the thing is, uh, when for, you know, so basically guys, what it is is, you know, you'll sit down in a, in a chair and the device is put on your spine, your back. It's run, like, yeah, it's run it runs down, up and down. Yeah, the spine. Right. I mean, you, you can also find uh, this online or YouTube. Uh, but but uh, it was the first time I've been to a Gonset chiropractor that uses this device, and um, that's what yeah. it's Gonset wasn't necessarily the one that invented it, but he developed it for his own use for years later. Now, it's kind of funny because we use instrumentation, but if I go back to 800 years ago, or in, in the Roman times, they would put they would pack mud on the person's spine, and the area that dried out faster, well, that was the area that was inflamed, and they knew that uh. the, the area that was injured was hotter, so the, so the the idea That's of instrumentation goes back into in, into years ago. The Shaolin masters would manipulate the joints of the spine and the rest of the body to promote healing. Twenty five hundred years ago. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So sure. just the idea of manipulating the spine and other and, and the extremities has been around in the human in human culture for hundreds of years, if not thousands. Well, we'll speak to the, the actual application. Now. Okay, so for what I was speaking to is more than just neck pain and back pain. Yes. Staying focused on that. So let's go to the protocol. So okay. the, Gonstead, the Gonstead doctor will do instrumentation. He will do static palpation. That means he runs your fingers down the spine to look for changes in the skin, but also, is, does it get patchy? Does it get red? Does it get irritated? Does it get blanched out, like meaning white out? Is there a little puddle of edema there? Like so swollen, swollen. Swelling, yeah, so swelling. So I'm looking for all the characteristics of what an injury would be like, whether it's on an ankle or knee, but it also happens in the spine. So then after that, then there's motion palpation, which basically I run the, the spine through ranges of motion and each individual segment, I'm looking to see, are the, is the motion for that segment symmetrical? Does it move the same way to the right as it moves to the left? Can I bend it to the left? Can I bend it to the right? Does it turn to the left, turn to the right? Does it go in, does it extend? Does it flex, meaning open and close? So I'm looking to see how is it stuck? I'm trying to get a better idea of what the vector of misalignment is, meaning the change of misalignment, so that I can get a better idea of how to put a healing force into the spine to break up that misalignment. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that I noticed with you is that was very distinct from any chiropractors, how specific you are and where you place a, a, a joint manipulation or something, uh, where you... Um, you know, the, the first time you, you gave me uh, a manipulation, adjustment, it was pain-free, uh, but also you didn't go so hard at all, and you and you told me that, no, you don't like to do that, no, because I, you're, you said something like, 
you're actually doing. Do, do healing. I, I facilitate the healing. So the the incredible the incredible ability for the body to heal itself is a is an innate intelligence within us. And the chiropractic profession talks about the body is a self-healing, self-regulating organism, meaning that we have all the things that we need. Unfortunately, sometimes we need a little help. So that's where the adjustment comes in. I free up the nervous system, the body reacts, and then the nervous system and, and the innate intelligence takes over to heal. I don't, I'm not a firm believer and I'm, I gotta force this thing to move. I will only give as much as the, the patient will allow. So the, if the patient's in extreme pain, how would you go in there and ah, force it through? You're just gonna make it worse. Then they may not come back with it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, actually you did that with me uh, because of the herniation I had, I had this tightness in my back and you you try to make an adjustment you notice that my back was too tight so you work from a different angle and then now my back moves back really moves easily, easily. Right. and uh, as of we course break up I'm the scar experiencing tissue. This, right. these great results yeah. Um, yeah. speak to the there's a the, the, the autonomic nervous system there's, you know, on my the chart. wall he has charts and and different um, you know certifications here but he also has uh, Clarence, a picture of Clarence Gonstad. Yeah, he has my x-rays every time he uh, works with me. But over here he has a, a, a big photo of the spine and the body and the nerves that extend to each organ in the body. Speak to that a little okay, bit. Okay, so let, let's deal a couple of things. Um, part of the Gonstad protocol is to look at the x-rays and look at the misalignment and match that misalignment on the x-ray to the human being. Sometimes most of the times we go by what that misalignment is, but I really let you, your body dictate how the adjustment should be given and from what angle. That being said, the nervous system is controlling all the functions of our body. And what I mean by the nervous system is the brain and spinal cord. Mm -hmm. The brain uses the spinal cord like a river, so or information superhighway. The, inf the information that comes out of the brain goes down the spinal cord, that goes out to the individual nerves, and that goes out to the individual organs. And to Everywhere. keep it really simple, if I want to pick something up, my brain is sending neurons to my hand to contract. That's right. You're, your brain is sending an impulse through the nerves of the uh, through the nerves that go through the through the spinal cord and out into the extremities. In, in, in the extremity. That's right. So when you decide to pick up the phone, it's because you're able to, because your brain's saying pick that up now. The autonomic nervous system, the reason they call it autonomic is it's running automatically. That's the redundant, that's the... That's that would be the, like your breathing, right? The breathing, you know, you can you, you have people that are great at controlling their breathing. We were talking about this before, holding your breath for two, three minutes, whatever they do. But that's because they've learned to control it with their brain to control it. But there's certain functions like, you gotta digest, you gotta go urinate, you gotta, you, you, your eyes are blinking, your heart so is beating. Automatic. You're, you're breaking down red blood cells and reutilizing them. Your body's sending out white blood cells to kill a virus or to kill bacteria. This is all under the control of the brain. And it's doing that by sending that information down the spinal cord, out to the nerves, and out to the individual organs, out mm. to the whole body. Now, mm. the problem is, is either through a sudden stressor or a chronic stressor. The sudden stressor could be a fall, an emotional trauma, but at one instant. The chronic stresses, bad sitting posture, bad food, bad, bad standing posture, constant overload of, of, of toxic emotional stress. Right, and, and, and that, those different things, I think some people don't know that it's not just an injury, physical injury, that causes uh, uh, some 
disruption in spinal health. It's also, like you said, you said food. And the, you, the body you said can, emotion that's right. the can body, make a, a, yes. a vertebrae yeah, misaligned. So, so there's chemical, physical, or emotional stressors. Eat all of them are gonna have an impact on our nervous system and our brain. The brain is looking to see how to change the physiology in reference to its environment. If there's a bear chasing me, I have to produce the energy I need to either run away or fight. Run, that's fight right. or flight. That's, that's, cortisol, a that's right, that's one of the things. But if, let's say the bear's not chasing me, but I'm in, I have constant emotional stress, it's the same response, not at the higher level, but it's more chronic and it's more and it's pounding. It's like waves pounding on the shore. Eventually, it's going to change the the shape of the rock, the change. Right. Shape of the shore. So you, you know, you mentioned when I first came in, I had this tightness that was there in my back and my neck and so forth. You um, mentioned we're trying to get your body to move more supplely. Yes. It has, it's too tight, so we had to. So get supple again after yeah. these injuries. So I, I'll, I'll share my one of my stories that makes me very passionate about what I do. My father came up with prostate cancer years ago. Um, he beat it, but then seven, eight years later, it metastasized in his spine, causing excruciating, excruciating pain. And they did surgery, they did whatever, nothing helped. One thing I noticed, and the doctors that were then treating him, who helped him a little bit. Um, who were gone to the doctors, that's how I really sent them to, um, noticed, and I noticed, his spine was hard. The rigid spine is a sick spine. There's a famous study um, by Dr. Cato, K-A-D-O, where they went to geriatric homes, and they, all they had the patient do was stand up to the wall, and those that can get their heads back the furthest, without undulating or doing any other movement, just get their head back, had a lower mortality and lower morbidity rate, meaning that they had lower chances of catching diseases and they had a lower, a higher expectation of living longer. Wow. Just well, by... Okay, you speak a little fast. I want you to break that down okay, a little bit because so, that was pretty intense. So the, so the patients that can get their head touching the wall, meaning that their spine is supple, it has the flexibility to come back and touch because most geriatrics are all the way bent over, right? And they can't stand up. But those that had the ability to come back and touch their head had a lower mortality rate, meaning they died, they, they live longer. Had a lower morbidity rate, meaning that they had they had other, other like their diseases and everything like that were less. Now, are there gonna be some exceptions to the rule? Yes, but they're, they're noticing that just by being able, having more, more flexibility, more yeah, more flexibility, and we know that, because if we look at the martial artists, the dancers, the yoga instructors, well, yeah, exactly. all these Kung other people. And in Shaolin style, and different other martial artists, they practice using uh, different um, uh, movements That's right. uh, that will develop more, um, let's say, uh, hip, mobility or that's things right. like this that's right. that has to do with the structure of the spine um, but look at yoga but what would you say because the yoga the thing about yoga I've noticed is that some people are able to do these amazing moves that are great for their spine but sometimes they go too far and they right. get injured so some of the worst spines I've seen have been yoga instructors some mm -hmm. of the best spine that I've seen have been people that did some yoga but not always so and it's true of everything well they, so, it looks like i think they take it to the extreme so much and some some become hypermobile but and hypermobility as much as it's okay it's not good for, for for joints but let's look at this let's be fair to everything all these sports weightlifting everything has good points and bad points so if you're not symmetrical meaning that if your spine is not straight from the front from the side it should have three equal curves if you don't have that 
anytime you put a symmetrical stress, yoga, uh, martial arts, working out, jujitsu, wrestling, whatever you're doing, tennis, you're going to create these asymmetries or, or not equal movements even worse. Because one side will be stronger, the other side will be weaker. It's about bringing, it's about bringing balance. So we joked about it, the yin and yang, and, and that's what it really is. It's about bringing balance to the spine. So, Right, well, the sports these days, especially, they understand the importance of flexibility right. and strength. They understand it at a much deeper level. Um, but we mentioned, like I was talking about the poster on your wall, the, the different organs and the, the, the nervous system that goes out the organs based on your spine health uh, or not spine well, look, health. Well, that's the non-spinal health is the subluxation. So the subluxation is when the vertebrae has become misaligned and stuck through these stressors, the sudden or chronic stressors. And then that starts to put irritating stress on the spinal cord and equal of equal importance, the nerve. So wherever that nerve goes to whatever cell, whatever tissue, whatever organ will start to weaken. Well, generally. that's one of the things that people deal with everything as funny as it might sound, it's not funny. Diarrhea problems, urination problems, constipation problems. Hemorrhoids. So yeah, all kinds of stuff. Trinus. So, so, so um, explain to people how that works and where in the body that works and how this type of care can impact that. So it works on two, two things. So the autonomic nervous system is broken up into two major components, which is the sympathetic nervous systems. Think of a gas pedal in your car. That's the fight or flight, the, what we talked about, the bear. But then there's the parasympathetic. That's considered the feed and breathe, the slowing down, the relaxation. The subluxation will irritate the nerve, causing that sympathetic response. So from that point on, for some people, it can have an effect where it speeds up an organ so that the organ is either over functioning or not functioning in rhythm the way it should mm. so for example you talk about sitting too much and and not and, you know sedentary lifestyle or bad food all these things can impact an area that affects uh the the the, the um, vertebrae that is they're supposed to be very it's supple and very he it's healthy, right. Right. is not not healthy anymore, and therefore someone has these different issues. Right. So the sedentary lifestyle, sitting equates to the spine the way that cigarettes equate to the lungs and sugar equates to your teeth. It breaks you down. We weren't meant as a species, as a human species, to sit six, seven, eight, ten hours. We yeah. were actually meant to move close to 14 hours a day. And then it's funny, our exercises used to be things like hunting and dancing and enjoying ourselves, and in some cases, sex, right? We won't get into that, but because those were movements, those were natural movements. Right. We, we supposed we can to get into that. Yeah, I mean, that's, a, we, that's, that's another podcast. Um, but it's really about movement. We, we need to move, and this is the supplement. When the spine gets hard, it's not moving properly. I'm trying to restore motion flexibility, suppleness, and the communication of the brain and the rest of the, and, and the nervous let me, system. Let me go to some questions that I got, um, because I love my fans, that's why, and I'm here for you. So, we've got um, some on Instagram, some on Facebook. Um, this right here is Butterfly Dreams Jewel, and she says, could you please ask the doctor if there are any alternatives for leaving sciatica other than surgery? Oh my God! So well, that's why I mean, not, I, I didn't with, have sciatica, but oh, I deal with sciatica almost every day. Yes, look, um, the sciatic sciatica is the inflammation of this of the sciatic nerve, which is the largest nerve. It's made up of two major nerves that come out of the the 
the plexus of the lower back. It goes down and it goes down the leg and it communicates. So that's remember how I said that the, the nervous system. A lot goes of people the spinal cord and out, right. A lot of people. So that's going to cause major, many things. Sciatica is just to tell you the nerve's inflamed. I'm in pain. But think of it this way: that same nerve goes down to the control of the sensory of your feet. Some people have no sciatica, but they have loss of or feeling or numbness. Yeah, in yeah. Feet. Or we call that drop foot. Or something? Well, drop foot's a different thing. Drop foot is motor control. So now you can't pick up and raise your foot because the muscles are not getting the information, and you know that because of the change is going on in you and in your arms in those areas. Mm -hmm. So the just sciatic is just I have inflammation of my sciatic nerve and my sciatic nerve is inflamed and it, it's causing me pain. Most 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 of the times a good chiropractor will alleviate it getting some proper adjustments and getting the, the inflammation to go down. I do that with got with the got through the godset system but because I also know that as a former athlete that we have to rehab these joints I've decided to add other things, other parts of my practice, to do structural rehabilitation, not functional, which means you go to a physical therapist, you can't move with me, okay, so I can't bend to the right and turn, I'll do 100 right bends and 100 right back turns. No, because that's not, that's not, that's functional. I want to change the structure to change the overall cause and, and excessive wear and tear on the spine. So, also understand that these are not my stats, these are directly from the orthopedist, that spinal fusion surgery within at least 75% of spinal fusion surgery will fail within three years. Okay. So yeah. meaning well, that. Yeah. I, I, you know, the reason why I came in here, I mean, I was looking for major results and it, it, it took me all over the country and different parts of the world and it didn't happen until I came in here. And, um, you know, I got to a point where I was like, man, surgery. And I mean, everybody gets a little bit of a shock when they think about surgery, but some things are and, and inevitable. Again, you're some talking about who talks like talks like a patient because I got into chiropractic because I had sciatica and it was excruciating. Oh wow! Okay, so you hear I, that butterfly? So I was he had a patient. sciatica. That's how he kind of ended up being a chiropractor, a gonset, you know. So that's pretty amazing. Um, but so so like like she was talking about, yeah, surgery. But what I know out of working with him and he knows is. That should be extremely the last, that should be the last. Don't go to surgery quick. Really look at all the different modalities. Right. And there's gonna be some instances where there's no other choice. You have you have incontinence, which means inability to hold your, your stools and your urine. You have all, so there's gonna be some instances where you have to go there. But even when that's done, find yourself a good doctor that knows how to treat the spine after that, because guess what? If there's enough pressure to cause that the mechanics of the spine are horrible and you have to improve it or else you're going to fall down the the, the slippery slope of the next one going bad and the next one going yeah bad, the, next the next one, one meaning the, the next the vertebrae, vertebrae up. the next joint so if if you don't deal with the overall spine full spectrum and you just try to have surgery in this one area without dealing with the overall health of the spine and structure then it's uh, going to come back for another surgery and another, and that's just, that's a hell. That's who the fuck wants that. <laughs> anyway, uh, the next one would be, can you please, this comes from S-T-I-C. Uh, let me see, let me find out who that is. Um, well, yeah, let me, let me just see who that is. S-T-I-C, okay. 
what's your real name? He's got a lot of followers there. I know him a stick. Uh, okay, yeah, stick, exactly. Stick, hey, stick. It's T-I-C. How you doing, stick? I'm here for you. Okay, so S-T-I-C says, can you please ask him for recommendations on the best back exercises and best chiropractic book or film he would suggest? And you're welcome. So, great question. Hold on. <coughs> All right, so, so best chiropractic... Book or documentary film and exercises so, so for the back. So best chiropractic exercises. Great question. For the back, he said. For the back. That all depends on his mechanics. And we spoke about this before. In mechanics, A plus B does not equal B plus A. Meaning that what's good for one person may not necessarily be good for another one. So I'll give you another another study. They took... Um, they took... I like that. 100, uh, right. So, th so they basically took 100 people. They told them to stand up straight. 30% became better. 30% became worse. 30% had no change. Because ah. what happens is it all depends on the spinal mechanics and what's going on in your spine. Mm. Now, as far as as far as movie... Yeah, yeah. You, you talk fast. So hold on a second. Okay. Hold on a second. Because let, let, let people absorb that. Let people absorb that. Because everybody's spine, even though it's very similar, has its own kind of... It's a, their fingerprint. They're the only one that's been exper experiencing their stress, their perception of their stress, and how they manifest that injury and everything. So guys, just imagine a spine, uh, you, know, you know, just imagine your specific spine has a specific uh, life force, you know, not everybody's spine is the same. Just like everybody's fingerprint isn't the same. We're not all the same height. We're, we're, and, and it's so yeah. he, what, he, what he's saying, Stick, is that there isn't one back exercise, the best back exercises, that are the best for everybody. Yeah. If, if you would say, say, well, then give me an idea, walk. But don't take small steps. Big, take big opening steps. Move your body. Now... I mean, can you go online? There's, there's, there's great things online from individual doctors. You could look at Gonstead online. He has a lot, you know, Clarence Gonstead, DC. He's on YouTube. You could look at Ideal Spine um, or CBP. They have, they have, they'll talk more mechanics. But if you're in New York, you've you got to come see that. And you're Jose more than welcome Cortez. to come, and I'll give you a consultation Such at a my expense. Such a warm guy. Such a warm guy. Okay, so okay, so so any more about the exercises at the back? Yeah, I mean, it, it's all individually based. So another study, so because because you could tell I'm a little bit of a nerd, a nerd and a geek. I'm the, you know a geek in the whole thing. The guys that be the powers that be, those who study spinal mechanics, um, say that the human spine can take over 128 million different subluxation patterns. That means I could see one every different one every day. And never, and never see all of them. So how am I supposed to do that for anybody? Exactly. Exactly. Well, the the further the other part of the question was um, a film, documentary on chiropractic or chiropractic book that he can buy that might give him something. I don't know, maybe Clarence will. I mean, look, if you want to go into if you want to learn about um, the Gladstone technique, the it's. The, the book is called The Chapters. Um, it's basically, it said the chapters because he used to give it out um, one chapter at a time and then they made it into one book. Um, it, but I would, listen, I would go into uh, Google Gonstead Chiropractic, Clarence Gonstead, and he'll explain a lot of things and then you go from there. 
Okay. Yeah. What about? Okay. Was that it? With, and you can also, sticks? of course, and also you can go into to B. J. Palmer, and he has multiple books with multiple. And this is the man who the B. J. Palmer was the man that developed. His father, D. D. Palmer, founded chiropractic, and and what's funny is the first chiropractic well, patient was a former slave who had gone deaf. He adjusted him, and his healing and his hearing started to return. Isn't that phenomenal? That's a that's amazing, but you know it's funny. Uh, Joe Rogan, the the famous comedian and slash martial artist slash UFC uh, commentator slash 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 uh, podcast, he was really uh, downing chiropractic, sure. and he uh, also what did he he was talking about how much a quack the father was. Well, you know, opinions may vary. Right, um, the guy was a self healer. So think about so if so if he was a quack, um, I'm not really going to defend. I'm not going to really defend him. Um, he was a self taught anatomist, but he figured things out that people were doing back then. So when we look at modern medicine, modern medicine really didn't come into into existence until after around the Second World War when they were starting to to uh, play with sulfur drugs and, and then the, the, the chemical companies got involved and that's where you get modern medicine from. Um, back then, uh, an osteopath, a chiropractor, a naturopath, a medical doctor all got the same schooling. And it, even to this day, um, a chiropractor, um, there's a study is a study done by the, I think, RAND Corporation, gets about 700 more hours of schooling than a general practitioner. We don't do medicines, that's not, that's not a scope of practice, but we do other things, nutrition, physiology, kinesiology. So we, 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 we study the art of healing well, and the I, art of yeah. health, not the art of disease treatment. Right, and that's where I think uh, maybe they need to do a little bit more of that because sometimes... I'm not talking about all doctors, but sometimes they're so ready to give you some medication rather than the alternative. Well, listen, we May, spoke. Well, where is the doctor? We spoke about this before. Yeah, we spoke about the you know the opiate crisis. The reason there's an opiate crisis is, is it's just too easy to hand a prescription, take this opioid, and you'll feel better. And it's and we we've had this discussion when it's you came in. It's funny because you mentioned that, and let me go to a question because it was a question regarding opiates, and I'm gonna find it right here in a second. Um, yes, here it is from Dana Michelle Wright Starks on Facebook. She says, once the, well, there's two questions she had, I think. She goes, once the degeneration happens in your spine, does, um, would you recommend stem cell therapy? And then the other question was, how do you feel about opioid use over a long period of time? Well, we know opioid use over a long period of time doesn't work. We, we have, we have the, the crisis where people are addicted, so they go from the opioid to heroin. That, that's not, you know, I don't get involved in that because that's not really what I do. I'd rather keep all my patients away from opiates. I'd rather keep all my patients away from any heal, any, any of these, these, these NSAIDs. I mean, number two cause of kidney failure, Advil. I mean, you're talking about right. This is wow. this. These are the things that are going on, and there's a lot of attachments to to like all these things. I'd rather people be healthy, but see I, guys, see guys. There's some things you don't know. So another thing, the same areas that are activated that the opiates go in, and there's a, a part of the brain. We won't get into the technical, but there's a part of the you brain. You can tell them a little bit. A little bit. Um, and it, it's it's I won't. Okay. It, it's a part of the brain. It's in the limbic system. It's also a part of the emotional system. That's why we get irritated and nasty when we're in pain. Well, guess what area 
also calms that down. This is where our pain gate cycle is, where we open and close channels to give us pain or to read pain in the brain. Oh, the, the, the adjustment shuts that down as well. So are there other stimulants that do that? Like, you know, with, oh, movement. Oh, imagine that, movement shuts down pain as well. When I tell you to exercise and move, and, and that's why you have to be uh, the suppleness. So, so you, the, you're, you're saying there's certain things just like adjustments and movement that shut down the information the, the, signal or, from the brain. From the brain down. The, the opiates also. Or on that same area. This is why it becomes addiction. This is why there's an addiction to it because you're constantly addicting to get that relief, 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 relief. And it's also in our emotional centers. This is why you begin well, to it's, In other words, you're saying that you'd rather be addicted to taking good long walks. Or I'd taking be, care of yourself. Or addicted to coming to, or it's not even a good word to use addicted to come to a great chiropractor. It's just being healthy coming to a great my, my goal is to get the person my goal is to get the person to a state of maintenance where I'm seeing them once twice some people more depending and we'll, I don't I'm going to discuss that level of degeneration in a in a couple of seconds of all I do is maintain it maintain the spine I get I get the person to 90% correction of their mechanics and then I maintain it for their life so yeah, so she so she uh, mentioned uh, the degeneration. Yeah, yeah. So degeneration is is caused by the injuries and the stressors. It's also caused by the stressors mechanically over this over over a period of time. So when we talk about arthritis, it's the swelling of a joint or swelling of a bone, right? Itis, swelling of. Arthro could be joint, joint or bone. Now, so anything with the ending on the itis. word itis is inflammation. Right. Yeah. So the question is. Why is it there? Why do you have the arthritis? Why is that joint, why is that bone or joint degenerating? If I could change the reason it's there, if I could change the overall mechanics, then I can alleviate the stress. Now, I've ha how, do I have patients that have horrible necks? I'm not saying names, but let's say, yes, I have patients that have horrible necks, and then after time, after doing not only adjusting them, but doing corrective care in nature, have they improved their spine? Yes. So, so the arthritis almost is are like uh, bone spurs, right? That's right. Like the that's body, it's, like. it's the body's response to something that's it's not functioning well. Right. That's right. You you. So you when you are working and um, like like I'm working with you and you're working with me, you're taking the stress out of my spine. That's then has outreaching that's benefits right. to the rest of my body. Do you guys get it? Right. But we didn't answer a question in full. Yeah, no, because I, we I talked just about cut you off. I'm sorry. We talked about the stem cell. Now, the problem with the stem cell is I can inject it with stem cell. It may grow. It should. That's the idea, well, but it well, may well, not. Before you go too quick, because some people, I remember you have uh, more knowledge in this area than, than me. So you sometimes I want to make sure that they're on the same page and you're articulating to like the... The, the ignorant I'll, person. So I'll stem cell, I know, but break it down. Let people know who don't know too much. As so stem cells are basically cells that are in a body that are able to change themselves to be whatever you whatever you want it to be. The, the, well, I know them to be part. They're in your bone marrow. And, and, well, they and could. Well, now they have it to the sense that they can take blood and other cells like fat cells, spin it, change it, and turn it into stem cells. So right, but it's already perform. occurring in the body. It's, but it's it's, it's, it's I've, what I've read is that's. It's the healing aspects of... So the healing aspects is it helps regenerate tissue. Right, right. exactly, to be right. straight. Yeah, that, be straight. That's helps articulate. People understand that. It's a regenerative process. So most of the times they're injected into the spine to help regenerate the disc, which is like, which is a... Uh, so let me break it down. So think of, think of wicker baskets, one inside of another one, and it's spongy. And it has a high 
attractability to or, or wants a lot of fluid, a lot of a lot of water. That's what the that's what the vertebrae is in the disc. That's wants. the space in between they, the they vertebrae. Like, they like to have water, fluid. They fluid. need to be hydrated. Right. And that's true of every that's true of every ligament and every tissue in your body. Yeah. It needs to be hydrated. Okay. Now, when when they in, inject the stem cell into that, it's to try to regenerate the disc. Here's the problem with all that. Good in theory, great. But if you haven't changed the mechanics, if you mm. still have bad mechanics, all you're going to do is regenerate that disc, and over a period of time, it's going to collapse and break down as well. Wow. So it's like saying, I have a car, and I'm wearing out my tires. I can change all the tires, but once I change the tires, if I don't align the front end and balance the tires, guess what's going to happen to the new set of tires? Right, right. They're going to wear down. Well, if the frame has a crack in it. That's right. You can change the You can tires, change whatever you want. You got to fix the You got to fix you got to fix it. Good analogy. That's now you're speaking to my ignorant right. or for other <laughs> people ignorant. like me that I I, I I play with building and so my the window at the top of my house is crooked, my foundation is crooked. I can replace that window. Guess what's going to happen to the new one? It's going to go crooked. Exactly. Okay, great. So there you go, Dana. All right, so next question was the first question actually on Facebook came from Chantel Williams. Okay, Chantel, she says, this is something I need to watch. Actually, you can't watch it. It's a Maybe in the future. In the future. Um, but what she's, what she's asking is, she had a car accident in 2012, and disc one is causing migraines and vertigo. She wants to know your feedback, Dr. Cortez. So, all right, so two things. It could be her first cervical, which means her atlas, that's the top bone that's right under the skull. If that's what she means by this one, because this one, there's a, there's a, this one. But well, most thoracic, people don't know about the atlas, yeah. so it's probably the one right under So it's probably the atlas. So the reason why that's happening is when the, when the atlas gets misaligned. So think of the atlas weighs about three ounces. The head weighs, depending on the person, a few Eight pounds. pounds. Yeah, a few pounds. I mean, my head is large, so it could weigh a little more than that. So the, you're talking about the head sitting on there, and under the skull, there's a little hole where the brainstem comes through and the spinal cord meets it. The atlas sits right there. So anytime you have a misalignment in there, you're putting undue stress on the spinal cord. Remember, like I said before, the subluxation is going to put stress on the spinal cord and equally on the nerves. Problem is, is that once you put stress on the spinal cord, you're having an infinite effect to every nerve. And if you put stress on the brain stem, now you're putting the stress right on the brain. Mm. So the dizziness, well, where are our balance centers? Right behind our ears, right in our ears. And what's behind our ears? Our atlas. And all those nerves that they're called, they're called cranial nerves, it means that they come out and go back onto the skull and into the cranium. They're controlling our balance centers, our eye movements, the, the, the ability for your jaw. That's why some people get jaw problems and popping. And so all the, the, does it affect the the the, the uh, vision? I would suspect it can. It, does. it can. I had so I'll tell you a little story. I mean, I I've I've gone all over the world, mostly Guatemala, to do mission trips, almost like a doctor without borders. And I would spend a week in Guatemala adjusting from 8 a.m. sometimes till 10:30. So he was in Guatemala in a mission to really give his service to people needy and needed yeah. to be and helped. Yeah, and I'm not talking Guatemala City, I'm talking about three and a half hours into the mountains of Guatemala in a, in a, in a, in a beautiful town called Quetzaltenango, also known as Xela, X-E-L-A. Um, and, they, and they're beautiful people. And there was a young girl that was coming in who, whose prescription on her glasses were getting worse by the month. So meaning that the glasses had to become stronger and stronger and stronger. And just even to sit up front and look at the chalkboard, 
her glasses were pretty thick. She couldn't sit in the back because she couldn't see it at all. So I, I, I did an interview like this on, on the radio. The, the child tells the mother, I want to go see this man. He's going to help me. And I get a little emotional because it's pretty incredible. And I was starting to adjust her. I was adjusting her twice a day. By the fifth day, by Friday, when I was the last time I saw her, she could be in the front of the room without her glasses. Mm, wow. She could be with in the back of the room with her mildest prescription. Now, am I saying that I found the cure to, 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 to blindness? No. But when I examined her and I went through my full, full protocol, instrumentation, static palpation, motion palpation, visualization, and then I had the mother get a set of x-rays. She went to the doctor, the hospital, and get a set of x-rays. Yeah, yeah. He, he definitely is the person that needs to see the full spine before he works with him. So when, when, when I finally went through all that and I decided to adjust her atlas, I said it twice a day. And my protocol told me when to adjust it and when not. And most importantly, when not to adjust it. So if I found no irritation, I wouldn't adjust it. By that fifth day, yeah, yeah, that, that speaks to what you were speaking to me about earlier, that the body tells you what's going on yeah. rather than you grab this knowledge and you apply that same it's knowledge on cutter. everybody. It's not cookie cutter. Right. So go ahead. Continue it's not the cookie story. Cutter. So by, that, by the fifth day, the mother and daughter are hugging and kissing me because she's phenomenal. phenomenal. Did, you know, I, I had doctors follow up and I haven't spoken in, to these people in years, but I assume that she did better. Now, on a child that's but she seven, did eight, do nine, better. She did. She, did. Better. she improved. You know, on a child that's on a child that's much easier. There's less damage. They're there's, they're more supple. This there's more supple, or there's less damage. On an adult, and here's another study: the average adult that comes, the average person that comes to see a chiropractor for the first time is 34 years old. So don't brush your teeth for 34 years. Tell me how your mouth is smelling and looking. Don't 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 work brush on it. spine health. For tough. 34 years and expect it to be like I a 12 year old. That's right. It's not going to happen. There's going to be there's going to be some scar tissue. There's going to you know of course. So okay. So let me see. She was talking so with her, about in that reference first to her. We went, so in yeah. reference to her, um, Chantel, right? That was her name. The name is Chantel. Yeah. Chantel. So one of my cases right now, a young lady that actually worked with me in my office, and then I took care of her afterwards. Horrible migraines. We got her stable. I adjust not only her atlas, but I also find that I have to adjust her upper back as well because her whole neck, her whole, her whole, all the vertebrae of her neck are very unstable and she has a reverse curve, meaning that her curve, instead of being C-shaped, it's like an opposite C, which means it's unstable. So you had a car accident. First thing I would do would get my spine x-rayed, not just your neck, your whole spine. Because if you think a car accident, a car that weighs approximately a ton and a half, impacting another car that weighs a ton and a half, is not just, is only affecting one area, love you, no way. It's affecting multiple areas. Mm. The only true way to have an effect on one area is to make sure you're having the equal effect or a positive effect on all areas. Listen, guys, um, we're going to, you know, have we have more questions here. We're going to get to them. But, you know, Dr. Cortez and I have become very close in this interaction. And my healing is just is through the roof. So I, I'm like, uh, want to bring him back uh, if he's available to have more um, podcasts talking about these this subject matter and answering more questions. Um, so what I what I would like you guys to do is once I post this podcast, if there are more questions or something was not answered, or you want to thank Dr. Cortez. Please 
comment um, beneath my post and once you've heard him talk to you guys. Anyway, so is there anything else to say to Chantel about the migraines? You talked about the atlas, the importance the atlas, of atlas. Yeah, but I would I would look to see what else, what else is going on because most of the times with a car accident, it's a hyperflexion. It means excessive forward bending, excessive and hyperextension, excessive back bending. You're tearing ligaments and, and the disc. There's can be instabilities in there as well. So, so you gotta a lot be of careful. Time, yeah, yeah. yeah. So get if 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 you need if wherever you are, if you need if you need um, to follow up, get you a good Gonstead doctor, and then and then maybe get you another guy, another doctor that's gonna work with overall structural correction. Um, yeah, there's not many people like me, and it's not because I'm trying to talk myself. I, I, I'm just I'm I'm the nerd, right? That kids made fun of, but I, I played football and I was a powerlifter. I was 250 pounds, and I knew that that you you know you, that people needed the help, and I and I decided to just change my life to do this. Yeah, well, that it's great that he and you know that you've had that uh, experience as a martial artist, as an athlete, football. You've had injuries of your own. Um, I think it says a lot when you are able to heal yourself using your technique and finding Gonset uh, uh, chiropractic. Yeah, I live my lifestyle. Everything I tell my patients, I live. Exactly. So basically, and I'm, I'm proof of that. I, could, I see it. I get adjusted minimum of once a week. I do everyday spinal exercises. I do everyday corrective um, structural changes, which is specialized foams and things that I have to do that Timok uses as well, that I've got him using. Um, I eat a plant-based diet. I do have some animal protein. I have, I do, I do, I do high, higher fat, so I'm kind of keto. Um, but that's my, but not, not saying that everybody. But I live my lifestyle. I, I, I don't. I'm not on any no, that's, pharmaceutical drugs. That's the thing. That's the thing. Like uh, you know, <laughs> I've seen doctors, uh, you know, smoking cigarettes and all this stuff. So yeah. it's not a hypocrite. So, so there was actually be... one question on, on uh, what, that was the nope. question, right? That would, we're done. With, uh, that's the best I can do for you, Chantel. So I hope uh, if you have any further questions, once you hear Dr. Cortez, we'll go further from there. Um, if you have anything else. Okay, Lorraine, Lorraine, how are you? Uh, she has sciatica pain, which we talked about. Yep. Uh, let's say, what exercise would be best, which we talked about, for suffering from this? So Lorraine, we answered that question that there's not one exercise that is, it's not cookie cutter, so it doesn't, there's not one exercise for everybody. It's specific to the person. So, you, so here, so here's a great and question. Let me just finish. She said, she goes, uh, "I'm not suffering from this, but I do know people." Okay, she, okay. she knows people. Or she's so not we suffering. suffered that. We we spoke about that suffrage. Here's what I want everybody to do: drink more water, eat healthier, meaning more plants. So uh, listen, you're not. Gonna, I, I I'm a firm believer. If you're going to change your diet, add before you subtract. So add more more organic raw fruits and vegetables to your diet. I believe in taking omega-3 fatty acids. I believe in taking probiotics. Everybody should be doing that. Okay. Now there's different. There's different. Going to be different types, and we can and we can talk about the nuances. But all my patients, this is what I try to tell them all my patients. Okay. So here we are on uh, some Instagram questions. Uh, let's see. Okay. This comes from Larick L A R I L A R I. C-H underscore 1972. Um, my daughter and I get adjustments every other week due to cost of care. Due to cost of care? Means they can't afford the care. Oh, I got you. How often should we get adjusted? What's enough? Um, and then she goes, she says, I'm 48 and she's 17 years old. 
Okay, so so that's a great question. I love that question. So um, I get adjusted once a week. I expect my family to get adjusted once a week. Does, does that mean that I get treated every week? No, sometimes, but I definitely get checked. Um, and, and here's a little tidbit. I have five fractures in my mid-back from playing football, so you definitely know I'm going to get adjusted and I'm going to get checked once a week. Now, it's going to vary, depending on the amount of degeneration, the amount of symptomatology, and what your goal is. If it's just to maintain something, you can maintain a disease, you can maintain a, a, a correction in health. Um, every other week, I don't know your case. Um, I would say for, for your daughter who's 17, I would look at her, have her do a complete x-rays, see how close or far away she is from optimal spine, optimal spinal structure, and then decide on there, see the level of stressors. Is she athletic? Does she eat well? All these things are going to play a role in not only the, the mother, but also the daughter. And there's some pretty common sense things because she asked, uh, what can, things can she do at home to keep her up? You know, it's like this. Yeah, so like, so even my patients, I had, again, like I said before earlier, I get patients to about 90% improvement, and then I see them two to three times a month. But they're doing everything, all the exercises that they need to maintain themselves, meaning the spinal corrective exercises, they, they're doing all their, their traction or their spinal rehabilitative stuff. So my, my goal is to get somebody out in the world and just living their life, not in my office. Okay, great. This comes from Big Chair Publishing. My question is, are cortisol shots okay in the long run? And I had severe lower back issues and got a shot about a year ago, no problem since, but uh, he said, what damage could I be doing? Yeah, great question. So most cortisol shots, they limit to three times in your life because the cortisol eats away the tissue. Cortisol is the breakdown hormone. Oh, it's, it's, shit. A, it's, a, it's, it's a catabolic hormone, not an anabolic hormone. So it's used to break down the ah. tissue, break down inflammation. The reason they keep... If, Don't get used to cortisol shots. He said three times in a lifetime. That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. And the people are doing a lot more and it's breaking down. Now, you may have got great results with that one shot. But again, I go back to saying, have you changed the reason that sciatic or that inflammation or whatever low back pain was there? No. Most times they didn't. What's going to happen is you're going to go through stages of feeling great, a little bit of tightness, a little bit of soreness, a little bit of achiness, and then there's going to be one time where you do something that overstresses that joint. And it's you didn't good. handle the source of the problem. You got to handle the source. Uh, Romero 21st. Can't wait. I got sciatica, so I need to get my body right again. So he already answered that there, Romero 21st, with other, because people are talking about that often. You know, Nisi799, hello Ty. I just have a question. What are some of the things you can do to make sure you have a healthy spine? Uh, are they like exercises that you can do to, that you can do? Thank you. Yeah, so we kind of answered that, right? Where we spoke about, you have to know the mechanics, you have to know what's going on. But let's say, so let, let's look at the three, that, and, and I do workshops on, on, on on main, uh, first one is ideal spinal structure, it's the ideal spinal function, right? And, and the second one's gonna be what I call eye move. And it's basically how I move. Am I moving enough? Am I doing exercise enough? Do I do enough cardiovascular exercise? Do I do enough stretching exercise and why that's important? Then I have another one called I eat. And basically, or, you know, I'm gonna have to change that because maybe, you know, um, iPod, Apple is gonna come after me. So let's, let's change it today. Um, if you got a better name, great. How about we move? How you move, how I move, and how our relationship with movement and health is. Do we exercise enough? And how about we eat? 
what are we eating? Are we eating a plant-based diet? Are we eating nutritious meals? Are we limiting, limiting or eliminating grains? Uh, are, are we watching our, our, what fats we should be eating as opposed to what we're not eating? Are we taking enough water? And then here's the big one. We think. And, 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 I, and I've actually read, I'm reading his book again, a book by Bruce Lipton called Biology of Belief that goes into detail a little bit more about this on how a thought, your thought has a hundred times more influence on the genetics of your cell than an outside chemical or mechanical stimulus. That's right. Well, I want to talk to that in a second. Let's finish Let's with finish this last that. question. So, so, right, so, let me, yeah. so, so if you, you want to live a long, healthy life, move right. How you move, how you think, how you eat, maintain your spine. That's right. The, this is, comes from Ray, R.E.E. Grayson. We Grayson. Does, how you doing, Grayson? Um, does he suggest routine visits to a chiropractor for someone who suffers from fibromyalgia? So fibromyalgia, interesting, interesting, interesting. So fibromyalgia is a, is, is a multitude of symptoms. I believe fibromyalgia is, a, is, a, is an immunological uh, inflammatory response to something, right? So whether it's the food that you ate, it triggered it, or, you know, I don't want to get too controversial, possible, possible um, um, injection, vaccination, or something like that, that then caused a cascading effect. Um, I, would main, I, I, would, I would, like I said before, I go back to the basics. Is my spine close to ideal mechanics? Does it have as close to ideal, and then how do I maintain that? Listen, we live, unfortunately, we live in a mechanical world. We can have this great innate intelligence, this great spirit, everything is great, but we live in this mechanical world. If I can improve the mechanics, then your spirit, your innate intelligence will flow freely from it, and you'll, 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 your vitality will flow from it. Okay, you were, we'll, we'll be finishing up in a second. Um, you spoke to something that I find to be really uh, powerful and also true for me, uh, that the mind has, and the way you think, absolutely has um, uh, an impact on your health. Louise Hay wrote a famous book called You Can Heal Your Life that was full of um, affirmations trying to impact your thinking so repeating it's like yeah, thinking i grow, do them napoleon hill think and grow rich i got it at the, right these it. days it's so um all over the place as far as um uh people know these days people especially the millennials grow up knowing that your thoughts impact your life so i know that so you, you know a lot of uh, doctors i've seen and chiropractors and acupuncturists and uh, uh, shiatsu everything They've said, "Wow, Ty, you, you, you have you're committed." And I said, "Well, why wouldn't I be committed to getting better?" Um, she says, "Well, most people give up." So, I, for me, it's I see it uh, like fighting. It's like, you know, you don't give up until the, <laughs> the last bell. You right. know, and, and unfortunately, because of this quick gratification that we have in our society, we want to get or, fixed. Or put some people. <laughs> It's a, it's a financial thing. Some people yes. are spending a lot of money. I was spending a lot of money. Uh, so, you know, they, yeah. you know, so, but, but I'm sorry to cut you off, but one more thing about what you were talking about was that I found that this journey has been a blessing for me because it had me go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper in finding how hard I would fight for something, for my own life, my own health, you know? And uh, there was no giving up in me. And 
here I walk in your door and I was oh, I'm, I, so excited. I'm fighting tooth and nail every day. I will not go <laughs> quietly to that good night. That's right. My, my, and the funny thing is he didn't know who I was until I walked in the Well, meeting. I kind of knew. But, but he, you didn't really know I didn't that know. I was going to call you. You had no idea. No, I had no idea. And when you found out that, you know, it was the last dragon uh, I didn't know I didn't know he was a fan of the movie so it was oh my like God. <laughs> of course I was so it, it just it just made it just made uh, it was just a great we just really connected so anyway um, but speak to what you were talking about Mr. Lipton so Bruce Lipton talked about all the, the effects that our brain has on our biology and it's coming out now it's called epigenetics right yeah, yeah. and it's and it's basically all the information that's coming into our brain so it is having an effect on how, how our body is then going to change its physiology, right? So the old saying, if you think you can or you think you can, you're right either way. That's right. Um, but I think the number is like 10 trillion bits of information. or Yeah, it's 10 or 14 billion trits of uh, bits it's, it's, of information are coming into the brain at one time. We can consciously deal with about 50. So we know we have our socks on, we feel it in the beginning, and then we don't feel them after a little bit. So think of all the things that are going on and all the good stuff. And even when I spoke about we, we think, garbage in, garbage out for those computer people. If you have all this negative stuff coming into your brain, it's going to have a negative effect on, on, your, on your physiology and on your health. Um, I'm a firm believer in affirmations. I'm a firm believer in setting goals. I'm a, I believe in a higher power. I believe in, the, in, in at least the understanding that the universe is more for me than against me and that I have to be willing to tap into that. That's right. That's <clears throat> right. And I actually have posted things about that on my page every once in a while. It's uh, There's a certain level of trust in um, the unknown, the universe, God, you know, that, that we can only do what we can do and we have to leave the rest to that higher power, to whatever, whatever you want to think, and by and if so, so like, and that's how miracles yeah. happen. And, and if you don't believe in any of that, that's great. But you don't have to. You don't have to. I still love you, right? And that's and that's the number one thing. This is the number one thing. And we spoke. We've 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 spoken about this for an hour. You have no love for yourself and for others. That's a problem. <laughs> well, there's a lot of that out there, but we won't talk about that. We'll just talk about the love. Um, let me see, is this some last thought that I had about this? You know, again, guys, Dr. Cortez, he'll make more time for me and, of course, for you. This isn't the last time we're going to come out here, so uh, this is just the first time. And it's my honor to have you as Thank my you. first guest. My honor, brother. Uh, it's my and, honor. And, yeah. and um, I'm just really uh, happy to bring this uh, information to you. I have had a uh, journey with the spine and it's gotten better since I've been here. And if you, I'm gonna post uh, Dr. Cortez's information when I post a link. So um, if, you, if you're in the New York area. Or feel free to reach out to me. If, you if, you if you're in another him. area, I'll, I'll try my darndest to, to, to get you a doctor that can help you, especially yeah. the Gonstead doctors. Yeah. Because that's all I, that's the only way I adjust. I don't do anything else but God's that adjusting. Beautiful. And the other thing is, if there's any other subject matter you want me to talk about that's not just to do with um, health, it has to do with anything, anything from acting, martial arts, or anything, uh, let me know because I want to have uh, extraordinary guests 
for you and and in the future. So stay safe out there. Keep loving. Let's get through this. Love you. <laughs>